strange stories of peculiar people and extraordinary events throughout history. This is Notorious Narratives. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> Whistle of the cork, it smells really good. That was a really good one. Other than mine that had performance anxiety last time. It is Napa's oldest winery. Hello, and welcome to Notorious Narratives. I'm Robin. I'm Jen. And today we are going to talk about the Bermuda Triangle. Ooh. Yeah. So the Bermuda Triangle is a mythical section of the Atlantic Ocean, roughly bounded by Miami, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico, where dozens of airplanes and ships have been known to disappear. Growing up in the 80s, the Bermuda Triangle was like the scariest shit. It's still the scariest shit to me. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, where are we going this year? Oh, we're going to Costa Rica. We're not going to be in Bermuda Triangle, right? We're going to go around. Are we going to fly over the Bermuda Triangle? Are we just going to make a little detour? Do, do the planes do that? They don't go in that area because of the Bermuda Triangle? You tell me. Well, I'm going to get to that. All right. So there are so many different un- unexplained circumstances surrounded that uh, by some of these accidents, including one in which the pilots of a squadron of U.S. Navy bombers became disoriented while flying over the over the area. And those plans were never found. Apparently, they just completely lost all self of control of not just the, the plane itself, but the, of themselves. The only way that they know about this is by communicating with other planes in, in the area. That but the real worked. question is, how many is in a squadron? I don't know. Twelve? Six? Two. I don't know. <laughs> a multiple of two. <laughs> yes. It's a multiple of two. Okay, yes. I'm on board. So other boats and planes have also vanished from the area, both in good weather and bad in weather, uh, even without radioing distress messages or contacting others for help. There's absolutely no reason why these boats or ships that even disappeared because there was no reason, because they, there was no communication to let them know that there was an issue that, that was going on. Even though we hear stories and theories of the Bermuda Triangle, there is no direct evidence that boats and planes disappear in that area more than other areas of the ocean. In fact, people navigate the area every day without an incident, so what makes the Bermuda Triangle is such a powerful and infamous story. The yes, please. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean there's no evidence that where planes go down? There's what? absolutely no evidence, and people are actually traveling every day. I mean, of course they do, happening. right? Yeah. Of course. But like, so why those specific times? Why that plane? Why that boat? Why? I don't know. Let's find out. Okay, Let's so the area referred to as the Bermuda Triangle, or the Devil's Triangle, is what it's known for, covers about 500,000 square miles of the ocean. So when Christopher Columbus sailed through the area, on his first voyage to the New World, he reported that a great flame of fire, probably a meteor, crashed into the sea one night and that a strange light appeared in the distance a few weeks later. So he also wrote that he experienced old, uh, odd compass, old. <laughs> Get your shit together, Robin. Get your shit together. Robin, <clears throat> you know what I'm going to need you to do? Tighten it up. All right, so he also wrote that he experienced odd compass readings, perhaps because at that time, a slither of the Bermuda Triangle was one of the few places on Earth where true north and magnetic north lined up. So magnetic north is the direction in which the north end of a compass needle or other freely suspended magnets will point in response to the Earth's magnetic field. So it deviates from true north over time and from place to place because of the Earth's magnetic poles that are not fixed in relation to its axis or its axes. My mind is blown. (laughs) Science. Yeah, so so true north and magnetic north are not always the same. Nope. So Christopher Columbus's compass was just going crazy at that time. So after gaining the widespread fame as the first person to sail solo around the globe, Joshua Slocum 
dis uh, disappeared in 1909 on a voyage from Martha's Vineyard to South Africa. It's unclear exactly what had happened, but some say that his death was caused by the Bermuda Triangle. Of course, you, you, you sail and you go missing. It's Bermuda Triangle's fault. But when was that? 1909. So 1909, people were even like talking about the Bermuda, oh, Bermuda yeah. Triangle. My God. Yeah, absolutely. That's really difficult to say. You shouldn't choose topics that are so difficult to say out loud. <laughs> so William Shakespeare's play, The Tempest, which some scholars claim was based on real-life Bermuda Triangle, may have enhanced the area's aura of mystery. It goes all the way back to William Shakespeare. Reports and unexplained disappearances did not really capture the public's attention until about the 20th century. An infamous story occurred in March of 1918 when the USS Cyclops, a 540 42-foot-long Navy cargo ship with over 300 men and 10,000 tons of manganese. Uh, ma manganese. Yeah. How many men? 300 men. Okay. And 10,000 tons of magnesium sank somewhere between Barbados and the Chesapeake Bay. So do you think it was the Bermuda Triangle or the 10,000 tons of fucking magnesium? <laughs> it is a problem. That seems like an unusually intense amount of cargo. The Cyclops never sent out an SOS distress call, despite being equipped to do so. An extensive search found no wreckage. So Woodrow Wilson once said, in quotations, only God and the sea know what happens to the great ship. In 1941, two of the Cyclops' sisters, uh, their sister ships, similarly vanished without a trace along the same route. Hmm. So the SS Marine Sulphur Queen, a tanker carrying molten sulfur, disappeared off the southern coast of Florida in 1963. The crew of 39 was all lost and no wreckage from the tanker was ever found. While the disappearance of the ship is mentioned in several books, the authors don't really in include that the Coast Guard concluded that the vessel was in deplorable shape and should never have been brought to sea in the first place. The ship yeah, reasonable. was... Reasonable. Yeah. This one's not in good shape. But that's always removed from the story. No one wants to hear... Of course. Of like, oh, well, it's their fault for that's even better going out there between us. the Bermuda Triangle. That's true. It's true. It says that the ship was also known to have a weak back. I have a weak back. Me too. But, also, but it's also known to have a weak back, which means that the the keep of the ship would split when it's weakened by corrosion causing the ship to break in two like so, the titanic yeah even though it was brand new oh that because it had a weak back because it was too top heavy <laughs> just like us <laughs> it's me in boat form so uh overall the ss marine sulfur queen was a disaster waiting to happen basically just, and so am i Hi everybody, I'm Katie Segal. And I'm Kurt Sutter. And welcome to our new podcast called Pi, People, Influences, and Experiences. Yes, it's sort of the uh, get to know you at a deeper level, the who, what, when, where, and why you are rather than what it is you do. Absolutely. We're not going to talk too much about what people do. We just want to know about their families, where they come from, you know, what shapes their parenting if they have kids, what shapes their marriages if they're married. We just want to be really nosy. We want to get in there. A deep dive into nature and nurture. And we started it because there are a lot of people that we don't know that we are curious about. Right. And I have no friends, so for me, it's, you know. Trying like, to get them out of the house. Listen to it on whatever you listen to. <laughs> Podcasts on yeah, podcast your, 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 your podcasting apparatus. Watch it on the YouTube. He's aging himself. So an NC-16002 was a DC-3 passenger plane that vanished on the night of December 28th, 1948. Girl, 
every letter and every digit. I know, I know. Said. I told you. It's I'm like you're calling out the fucking bingo numbers. NC16002. Bingo! Woo! Okay, so the weather was fine with high visibility and was about 50 miles off of Miami when it disappeared. Three crew members, 29 passengers, and while there is no probable cause as to why it disappeared, it is known that the plane's batteries were not fully charged on takeoff and this may ha- have interfered with communication during a flight. You need to charge a plane's batteries? Apparently a message from Miami it's to like the- a shitty iPhone charge. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Apparently it was it was never fully charged at the point of takeoff. And because of that, a message from Miami to the place that the direction of the wind had changed and may not have been received by the pilot causing him to fly up to 50 miles off course and all because his battery was never fully charged. The pattern began forming in which vessels traveling through the Bermuda Triangle would either disappear or be found abandoned. Then, in December of 1945, five Navy bombers carrying 14 men took off from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and in order to conduct practice bombing runs, while... Nope. Is it your cauliflower baby again? (laughs) In order to conduct practice bombing runs... But while compasses were malfunctioning, the leader of the mission, known as Flight 19, got severely lost. Completely out of control. All five planes flew aimlessly until they ran, uh, they ran low on fuel and were forced to ditch at sea. So the men were actually forced to ditch at sea at the same time. The same day, a rescue plane and its 13-man crew also disappeared. After a massive weeks-long search failed to turn up any evidence, the Navy report declared that it was as if they had flown to Mars. Like just that. everything was gone? The everything planes, the the planes, the rescue plane, all five bombers. But they say that this is the same as any other place in the ocean? Yeah. I they can't s- buy this. This seems like insanity. They say that, n- that all of these It's like off a Sandy not- Hook. Yeah, like, exactly. There, like, there are not oh. that many things going down off a of Sandy Hook. So by the time author Vincent Gaddis coined the phrase Bermuda Triangle in the 1964 magazine article, additional mysterious accidents had occurred in the area, including three passenger planes that went down despite having just sent an all-is-well message, and Charles Berlitz, whose grandfather founded the Berlitz language schools, stoked the legend that even further in 1974 with a sensational bestseller about the legend. Since then, many paranormal writers have blamed the Triangle's supposed lethalness on everything from aliens to Atlantis, sea monsters, time warps, and gravity fields. But more scientifically-minded theorists have pointed to the magnetic anomalies, water spouts, and huge eruptions of methane gas from the ocean floor. In 1969, John Wallace Spencer wrote a book called Limbo of the Lost, specifically about the Triangle, and the two years later a documentary was also released on the subject of the Devil's Triangle. These people, along the bestseller that was released in 1974, called the Bermuda Triangle, permanently registered the legend as a hoodoo see. The hoodoo see. What's a hoodoo see? It's called, it was registered as the hoodoo see within popular culture. So the Bermuda Triangle is also the hoodoo. You know how voodoo? Oh, yeah. Voodoo, hoodoo see. Okay. I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't know why. But he like patented that he saying. Patented it. Permanently registered the legend of the hoodoo see. Did anyone ever patent the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah, well, it was coined the phrase Bermuda Triangle in 1964, and Vincent Gaddis coined that. 
But he didn't patent it, so he he's not going to get money every time you say it. Nope. Bermuda Triangle, Bermuda Triangle, Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> no money for you. But nonetheless, there is no single theory that solves a mystery. As of one skeptic puts it, trying to find a common cause for the Bermuda Triangle disappearance is more than logical than trying to find a common cause for every automobile accident that happens in the world. So there is this one guy. His name is Larry Cushy. And in 1975... Uh, he was a librarian at the Arizona State University. He reached a totally different conclusion. Cushy decided to investigate the claims made by these articles and books. What he found, he later published on his own books called The Bermuda Triangle Mystery Solved. He carefully dug into other records from other writers that they have neglected from, from their stories. He found out that many strange accidents weren't really accidents to begin with. For example, a ship or plane that disappeared in calm seas also showed that a bad storm was raging in the area. Hmm. So it's kind of like, oh, all is well. But really it wasn't because there was actually a storm going on. So was it a Bermuda mystery? So it's like they would sensationalize it saying that there were calm seas, but in reality there was actually a storm. And Mm -hmm. he's like looking at like almanacs Mm -hmm. and like looking back at historical weather reports and finding out that that there were actually storms when people said there were calm seas. Absolutely. And And also... Why didn't these people call a distress signal when they could have? They had all the all the equipment. They were like, oh, we're just going to go through I it. I would also be curious to find out how many of them took place during hurricane season. That entire area, what, is it from October to like March? Yes, I'm just curious. Yeah. So altogether, as we know, there are about 75 planes and hundreds of ships that met their demise in the Bermuda Triangle. That's One, a lot. That's a lot. Over the, but also you're thinking that William Shakespeare even had the idea yeah, but they you know, were, like, so really like starting, 1800s. like, this story, like, ideally, like, the research is really starting at, like, the turn of the century, right? Mm-hmm. So, the turn of the 20th century is, so like, 1900. That's a lot of dead people, downed planes, and shipwrecks. Seems like, I don't know. I can't buy that that's the same as any other 5,000 square foot. 5,000 square. 500,000. 500,000 square miles, not 5,000 square Mm -hmm. feet. Like I'm talking about a big house. 500,000 square miles. Miles. Yeah. And yeah, but like, I don't know. Well, Mm. one fascinating theory has been proposed by the meteorologist, because now they're involved. Their claim that the reason for these mysterious um, pervadings are in in the Bermuda Triangle are an unusual hexagonal clouds. These clouds create 170 miles per hour wind gust, and it's basically called bombs full of wind. And these air pockets called cause all the mischief. These sinking ships, the downing planes, tipped over, everything, 170 miles an hour wind. Bombs full of wind. When did these meteorologists talk about this? I don't know. Doesn't say. Okay. <laughs> I'm just curious if it's like a newer theory or if it's like from the 70s. Hexagonal clouds, like, makes me think of, like, bad print, like, the shining carpet. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is that hexagonal clouds are very (laughs) weird. So, by studying imagery from NASA satellite, the scientists concluded that some of these clouds reach about from between 20 to 55 miles across. Waves inside of these wind monsters are called wind monsters. So, waves inside of these wind monsters can reach as high as 45 feet. What's even more strange is that these clouds have straight edges. So anything caught inside these air bombs could very well be knocked out of the air, flipped over, or sunk. This is a phenomenon that's specific to the Bermuda Triangle? Yes. NASA satellite images from meteorologists. Huh. Mm Mm-hmm. I know. I liked it. 
<laughs> more observations are needed to confirm these theories, though, then they can finally explain many of the infamous Bermuda Triangle events. Scientists are poring over satellite imageries to confirm even today. Of course, not every not everyone believes the story. Experts say that the hexagonal, is that how you pronounce it? Hexagonal. Hexagonal. I'm thinking that it's um, the wizard from Harry Potter, McGonagall. It's, okay. you know, you're not completely off, but I do Hexagonal. wonder if I'm saying it right. But you know what I'm saying? We're Hexagonal not. clouds. Once again, if you came here to do your book report, you are in the <laughs> wrong place. Do not quote us ever. No, no. So these clouds <laughs> also occur in other parts of the world. And there's no evidence of strange disappearances taking place more often in the Bermuda Triangle than anywhere else. So it's not like the Bermuda Triangle only has these type of clouds. They're all over the world. Okay. But it's just a theory that maybe this could be another idea of why these ships and, and boats disappear. And what's weird is that there's actually been a disappearance recently. Tell me more. In 2015, El Faro, a cargo ship with 33 people on board, had vanished. There was huh. no mention of anything in any articles. Nothing. It just kind of like never, never happened. In 2015, doesn't say the That's time. Three years ago. I feel like I totally would have known if they had ever put know. that out. But there's never. The, the point is, is that there are so many different types of studies going on. You know, even you know, the scientists are making all these revelations, and then um, you know, we have documentation from Christopher Columbus and all these crazy anomalies of what's going on. We actually really have no idea. Well, what I mean, is all right, the Christopher on. Columbus stuff, I'll take with a grain of salt because he's like, I saw a fire in the sky. Yeah, because he didn't know what a meteor was. I mean, you know, it's like people used to think the earth was flat. I mean, ugh, God bless. Some people still do. Do you think the earth is flat? Never talk to me. Bye. Thank you for Uh, listening. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you. It's been nice. Goodbye. But what bothers me most, well, of course, the entire, like, everyone lost in the Bermuda Triangle bothers me. But there are so many U.S. Navy ships. Yeah, and planes. Yeah, and you never hear... You never hear like, oh, squadrons. There's a lot in a squadron. I just feel like there's a lot in a squadron. But we, but you never hear about that. You never hear like, oh, we lost. Hambone, Google it for me. <laughs> we lost a navy ship, a navy cargo ship carrying three hundred men in the Bermuda Triangle. You never, you never hear that. You never, you, you know, it's it's something that it's because it's it's ridiculous. You know, there's a reason why, and then of course everyone's going to ask why, 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 and no one has any explanations, and that's why all these people are fighting to find like figure out why is that area so abnormal than everything else and but they say it isn't involved. right they say yeah, it's well, not it's, abnormal it's saying it's saying that it's not as abnormal as anywhere else right it's the, essentially the same amount of ships go down the same amount of planes go down in that yeah. five hundred thousand square mile area as anywhere else in the ocean that seems mental it's one of those things that will i don't think we'll ever get a true answer for the mystery of the bermuda triangle just another notorious narrative have a show idea Send it on over to us along with any questions, comments, or corrections to NotoriousNarratives at gmail.com. You can follow us on our Instagram at NotoriousNarratives and Twitter at NotoriousTales. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Every review helps other listeners to find us. Thanks so much.